Welcome to Ulrig Observations, a series of short podcasts by Castletown Heritage Society exploring the social history and heritage of the village of Castletown and the parish of Ulrig in Caithness, Scotland. Episode 22, A Load of Old Rope. One of the most popular workshops we have run at Castle Hill with young participants was on rope making. The pupils from Castletown Primary School were amazed to find that rope and string can be made out of any stout vegetation, the secrets of its strength lying in the twist. They were able to make useful lengths of string from straw, rushes, grasses and even daffodil leaves and learned how to turn them into a rug, a placemat or with a little skill into a bowl. They also learned how vital ropes were locally in the past, before metal chains, imported sisal and man-made fibres replaced some of their uses. Ropes could be made with whatever grew nearby or was readily available, like heather and straw. Before 1790s, when houses began to be roofed with flagstone, houses were thatched. Heather ropes, weighted down with stones, held the thatch in place against the caithness wind. Straw ropes were used on farms and crofts instead of expensive leather halters and reins. Ropes made of horse hair were used to secure the plough to the horse, as straw ropes were not strong enough for this job. Unbelievably, carts were not used in Caithness until the end of the 1790s. There were no roads to speak of. Gentlemen and farmers got about on horseback on rudimentary tracks and goods were transported overland by pack horse. Greater distances would be covered by sea. Bags called cases, kisses or kishis made from straw were slung over the backs of a garron. They could hold up to 32 kilograms of grain. When large amounts of grain needed transporting to the storehouses of Staxago and Thurso, long lines of horses of up to 30 or 40 were tied head to tail. Dung, seaware or kelp and sand were carried in these cases to be used as fertiliser on the fields. In order to save the horses, women were often used as alternative pack animals. They carried loaded baskets on their backs and wore a cured seal skin over their shoulders to avoid chafing from the straw. Sometimes a rope was worn across the forehead to take the weight of the load. We have an example of a 19th century basket at Castle Hill with such a headband attached. The accounts for the costs of farming Mount Vernon Farm in Thurso in 1822 mention the employment of a man for five days to make Simmons straw ropes to tie down the coals of hailed corn after the harvest. Straw could also provide an addition to the household income. Straw plating was an export industry in the 1800s. More than 200 women in Caithness were employed plating or pleating straw for a living. 
The plated straw was sent to Luton to be made into hats and bonnets. The 1841 census shows one straw plater in Ulrich Parish. Rope making was regarded as a high status industry. In 1835, James Tate and James Bruce of Castletown, described as rope makers and rope manufacturers, were among only 268 voters in Caithness County, except for Wick, which as a royal borough was entitled to as many again. The Tate and Bruce rope makers' premises were in the main street, opposite the present Castletown Hotel. The long ropes were laid out towards the harbour and stretched and twisted the length of what is now known as Rope Walk, Ropery Walk, or more genteelly, Coach Walk. At Castle Hill, we have a replica rope-making stand which enabled the rope to be stretched taut and then twisted by turning a handle. Photos of the time, however, show the process done manually, with the rope passed round the back of a woman and twisted at the far end by two men. It was obviously a hard job. In many areas, we have come some way from making do with what grows locally. Foreign imports and the advent of polypropylene fibre having taken over. However, things are changing and we may yet find ourselves looking closer to home for materials. If you would like to find out more about Castletown Heritage Society, the village of Castletown or the parish of Ulrig, visit our website www.castletownheritage.co.uk